Spider-Man, Spider-Man does whatever a spider can. Spins a web any size, catches seeds just like flies. Look out, here comes the Spider-Man. Welcome to the Stuff and Things Podcast. Your home for all stuff related to your favorite things in entertainment. Now, here are your hosts. Hello everybody and welcome back to part two of our Spider-Man no way home, and I nearly said far from home. What a start it was that close. Been. That was close. That was so close. Uh, anyone who listened to part one will know I'm doing that a lot. <laughs> oh, why do they have to put home in every film? Uh, but yeah, I am Sam. If you if you're listening to this and you've not listened to part one, go and listen to part one. <laughs> this is part duh. This is number two. This is the second part of our breakdown of Spider-Man: No Way Home. I am Sam, as I always am, and joining me to discuss the film still, like he did in part one, it's Stefan. I'm sat here wondering, is there going to be a part three? Like, uh, there is so much to discuss. I, the I film am, is I two am hours confident. 28 minutes. I reckon the podcast could be longer than the film. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> I, I am confident. I think we can get there. I think, I think we can wrap it in this show. Mate, uh, I've got at least 10 minutes of hardcore geek outs over one scene. So we'll see. <laughs> we, we will see. We will see how we get on. Uh, so without any further ado, let's dive straight into it. Picking up where we left off. Peter has just fought Doctor Strange in the Mirror Dimension. Yes, uh, he's, he's won back. that battle. He's back. Uh, Doctor Strange is kind of trapped there, uh, and we'll come back to that later on. Uh, but Peter has made this decision. He's going to try and save these people. He's going to try and help them. That's what uh, they do. Yeah, he can't do that there. No. So he takes all of them back to Happy's place. Now I can imagine him not being his name for this. Yeah. How? How have we got this far into this without going to my happy place being a joke ever? Yeah. How did Aunt May not say to him, it was like, oh, where were you last weekend? Oh, I was in my happy place. And all of us in the audience go, <laughs> yes, you know was. what that means. Yeah, she was. How did that not? Tony would have made that joke. And we even missed it in the first podcast. They've broken up. Yeah, I... I, I, Space I issues, man. He's happy is a bit too intense. Yeah, Step I, off the gas a bit, but I mean, don't get me wrong. Aunt May is a gorgeous, wonderful, caring, lovely lady. I can understand, but yeah. calm it down, Happy. Calm it down. Yeah, Happy's always kind of very all in, all in kind of guy. Yeah, he's like. Um, it's my kind of guy. That's what I'm like. I, I do. Yes. I do think it's worth highlighting, by the way, just how much of a crappy time Happy's having. Like literally, his best friend yeah. in the whole world has died, and then his girlfriend dumps him. Yeah, he's not having a good six months. No, no, it's, no. It's, he's had better times. Yeah. Um, one of the things that uh, came out after the film had aired was an Instagram post from the young actress who plays Morgan Stark. And the Instagram post was very interesting because she said how much she enjoyed going to the premiere, even though they cut her scene. Now, this blows my mind. <laughs> so, I've got a question for you. Yeah, buddy? Where do you think could have been a scene and who with? I think 
her, I reckon it was a case of her and Happy. Yeah. And Happy just saying, you know, look, I'm, I'm going to be away for a couple of days. Yeah. Got some stuff to sort out. And then yeah. the next scene is them turning up at Happy Hogan's house. Him, May and Peter all arriving there. Yeah. Because he's going undercover and it's kind of like, hey, Morgan, I know your dad said I'd look after you and I'm going to look after you. Yeah. But for the next few days, I might be a bit AWOL. I, I had kind of like just like loads of ideas and I like, and they ranged from very emotional, which is I always wanted to see Peter and Morgan have a conversation. Yeah, I, I think yeah for for all the reasons um, that is Morgan is his child and Peter looked at Tony like a father figure. So yeah, and you got to remember Tony literally saved all those people for Peter. Mm-hmm. He he said no. He was not going to build that machine. He was not going to do the time heist. He wasn't going to be involved. He had retired. He was living his best life with Pepper, with Morgan. He was not going there. And then he saw that picture of Peter, and that was it. He then couldn't let it go. Yeah. And that Peter's it, the re- reason that Morgan doesn't have a dad. <laughs> so there's a lot there's a lot to unpack potentially a scene between those <laughs> yeah. two very emotional I can't um, work out if they're going to like each other or not <laughs> so that yeah exactly so that to me is kind of like one end of my million of ideas to the emotional end all the way up to the very comical end of quite literally happy taking her through a drive through for a cheeseburger yeah. Whilst he, whilst he gets a phone call from like Peter or something to say, hey, I'm going to your place, and he goes, yeah, okay, Peter, just let yourself in, I'll be there soon. And then he puts the phone down, and he's literally in a drive-through with with Morgan getting her a cheeseburger. Yeah. So like something completely throwaway, but something that everyone in the cinema would have gone, ah, it's yeah. Tony's door. Like, um, I hope <clears> in the, when the films come out for release and stuff that yeah. they, they'll have deleted scenes like they all they do. They will, yeah. They will. That'd be and cool it, if that's in there. It, it will be, I'm sure of it. Uh, of course, one of the sad things about the Marvel-Sony arrangement is the fact that Sony gets to put them on whatever platform they like and they're not going to be on Disney Plus um, having all of the MCU films on there without Spider-Man really is like a constant yeah. thorn I'd, and I'd imagine it's a constant thorn for them as well um, I yep. did see something the other day which made me laugh which is basically the negotiations had gone on for ages and stuff like that and then when they finally did the deal they were going to make the films together there were high level talks at Disney about actually just trying to buy Sony um, which, when you think about how Disney operate, shouldn't shock anybody. No. But thanks to Spider-Man and the success of these three films, they got no chance. Yeah, they now can't afford it. They yeah. literally no chance. Man, whatsoever. that would have changed the PlayStation Six, wouldn't it? It's now the Disney Station Six, Disney Station One. Yeah. Yeah, the the D One. Oh, hang on, that really works. Someone should. Yeah. No, I mean, it would have just been Sony Pictures, obviously, not Sony, yeah. Sony. But anyway, um, moving on then. We're, we're back back in the room, back in the film. Um, Peter wants to save all these people. And, he, and he's going about it in a kind of way of um, practical. It's logical. Logical, yeah. you know, if I do this and I do this and I'm able to help people. And the first person, and I don't want to say easy, like I'm trying to really bat this away. But the easiest save is to Doc Ock. Yep. It's the kind of, with the technology I have at my disposal, I am able to stop this thing from messing with your brain. Yeah. 
and he does do it. He just and, does the microchip and yeah. Yeah. And now I don't know about you, but I I am um, I I think before you went to watch this film, you rewatched the old films, didn't you? Yes, I did. I watched all of them yeah. leading up to. That's smart, man. That was all that seven was smart. Yeah, I I'm, I didn't. You didn't. I knew them. I remember mm-hmm. them. I've seen them. So I kind of went into it without having that fresh in my mind. But I seem to remember his character was not really a bad guy. So this was the fun thing that we found out from actually watching the original five. Yeah. We worked it out that actually Doc Ock died yeah. a hero. He saved everyone. Yeah. Sacrificed himself. Yeah. Um, the lizard, when the lizard died, he was very remorseful. Yeah. Uh, Sandman was very remorseful at the yep. end. Um, Electro, not so much. No. Green Goblin, not so much. Yeah. But those three were all very remorseful. And I remember saying to you, possibly on the podcast before talking about things coming up, possibly just yeah. by message, that I didn't see Doc Oct as a bad guy in this movie. Yeah. Before it came out, I was like, no, it wouldn't work for his character. His character... It was the arms that were bad, not him. Yeah. And at the end of the film, he saved everyone by sacrificing. So if he had been a bad guy in this, for me, I'd have been a bit of a, ah, oh, it's a cop out. You've kind of yeah. lost his entire arc of the story. Yeah. And amazingly enough in this, as soon as that chip's replaced, yeah. he's not, I mean, he's not even much of a bad guy before. I mean, okay, he beats Peter up because he thinks it's the other Peter. Yeah. And he wants his son in the palm of his hand again. Yeah, but after that, he doesn't play a, the role of a villain. No, no, no. And as soon as they swap the chip over and he becomes Octavius again, I was in the cinema like, yes, I knew it, yeah. yeah. And he does. Yeah. He goes on to play kind of like a sidekick, almost a helper for them. He does. Yeah. I mean, it, it it's great. I mean, it, it's it's kind of the, the, the problem. <laughs> I, I say it's the problem. He had a very um. Uh, fixable problem. Yes. The machine, uh, you know, Peter can fix machines. He had a fixable problem in the sense of you change this microchip and the guy will be him again. Yeah. And he can make the decisions and control the arms, not the other way around. Yep. The problem with Osborne, Green Goblin, is this mental. It's in his head. The guy... You're not fixing that. I don't see, like, there's a way to fix that. Like, the others, like the mutation, the lizard, the, you know, the electrode, the different things. There, there are sort of practical things you can do to bring them back to humanity. Yeah. But Osborne is human. He's just mad. They're kind <laughs> of treating it in this almost like a sort of virusy sort of thing. So, therefore, yeah. you inject a cure, it kills off the virus, and therefore... Yeah. Almost like a parasite, I guess, they're yeah. using it as. In essence, yeah, you're right. I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, and that's how they've done it. And that, that is how it works. But what is interesting is the whole time that Osborne appears to be calm, placid, he is actually still... It's still in there. He's still villain. watching. Yeah. He, and and, he's, oper- and he, he's actually doing things. Because one of the things I mentioned in the part one of this podcast, I mentioned about the strength of the Spidey sense. Yep. And I mentioned that there is a scene in this film, which we're about to discuss, which just demonstrates it. And it's brilliant. I mean, I don't think they've ever done this as well in a Spider-Man film 
or any kind of content. Oh, I make and... you right there. Yeah, they've never explored it to this level. Like, we had it on N- no Infinity War was the first time mm. with the hair standing up on his arm. Yeah. And we went, everyone kind of went, oh, Spidey Sense, that's awesome. Okay, great. And then we had it earlier in this movie we kind of had it and it's been mentioned in the previous two movies the Spidey Tingle and stuff Peter Tingle Peter Tingle and all that lot and then in this film we've already had it once with the wavy lines and the Spidey sense when he's in his out of body experience yeah but we have never had it to the level of Peter can literally feel that someone is I, I, I can't even work out kind of what it was that set him off is it Someone's having bad thoughts, or does he actually I, sense the goblin I don't, himself? I think he's actually sensed bad. Just basically, he Literally can sense bad vibes. Yeah. evil. Yeah, he can sense like something bad is happening. So everyone there, and he's he's surrounded because what's in he's surrounded by basically five villains. We yeah. know that Doc Ock has been kind of cured at this point, but he's surrounded by. So when he's sensing it, he doesn't know which one it is. And uh, even Electro at this point, Electro yeah. is sat there having the electricity drawn out of him but not all yeah. of the electricity because obviously no. you know nervous system and the brain and i don't yeah. know why i'm explaining electrics to you yeah, yeah. i love yeah, that yeah. line as a throwaway line that was yeah. awesome there's a lot so much in the dialogue that's brilliant yeah but but it's the it's the moment of kind of like all the background gets dulled down and you're just literally zeroed in on his face you're you're zeroed in on peter and he's wandering around and you can tell it's He's trying to work out. He can sense it. He can sense that someone's bad. He can sense that someone's about to do something evil, but he doesn't know which one. Yeah. And then he clocks who it is, webs them up, and straight away the guy like a, boom changes. Yeah. Just a phenomenal, phenomenal actor. This guy anyway, um, and his performance in this for me reminds me a little bit of Heath Ledger's Joker in the Batman Dark Knight trilogy. Okay. That kind of maniacal... Because he plays that timid Norman Osborn. Yeah. Oh, you know, I've been pulled into this reality. I just don't know what's going on. I was yeah. trying to find my building, Oscorp, and I was, I was trying to find my son. You know, he just really... And he plays that... But then on a dime, you know, literally his his facial expressions change. Yeah, that's all acting. That's all that guy has developed two separate personalities for the same character and just dials it in. And it, it is incredible. Didn't didn't you find as well? It's like his whole facial expression, everything changes. The way he talks changes. Did you not find that you felt tense? Yeah. Like, so, um, yeah. saying that, things have actually come out from the actors that are in the movie. Okay. And Tom Holland, Zendaya... Um, wait, I'm going to scroll and get his name because I unfortunately forget it every time and I feel bad about this every time. Well, say, Jacob, say his... Yeah, yeah. Uh, Jacob Button, they've all come out and said that William Dafoe, or William Dafoe, scared the life out of them Yeah. on set because he would go from the laughing, joking Willem yeah. Dafoe off the yeah. camera, but as soon as he had to get into that mindset of the Goblin, yeah, they've yeah. all come out in interviews and gone, no, he it was, was creepy as hell. Like, didn't... Because his whole persona and everything yeah. went into that. It's, it's so impressive. If that's not so the sign impressive. of an amazing actor, then I don't know what is. Yeah. And even I, your castmates are like, oh, no, no, when he knew he was filming a scene as the Goblin, 
everyone stayed away from him for half hour because he was creepy yeah. as hell to go around. Yeah, yeah, like, no, that's I'm incredible. It's like um, I watched uh, me and you talked about this actually, the Graham Norton show, the, yes. the chat show. And there was an actress on there who actually, uh, funnily enough, was there promoting something completely different. But she's in Loki. Yep. She plays um, uh, Ren Renslayer. Renslayer, the TVA Loki. kind of person. Yeah. And she talked about when she's filming multiple projects at the same time, she uses different perfumes, scents, yep. for each character. So she's like, I was playing like someone who worked with citrus fruit and stuff like that. So I found this really orangey scent. So when I smell that, it triggers all the memory it triggers the kind of the character that i've created for it and they're all sat there going that's amazing i know that was, that was <laughs> and i was making it tom holland was literally sat there and zendaya going wow that's incredible zendaya I'm pretending so to good. take notes down like, i'm yeah, remembering this yeah you remember it perfectly um but the funny thing was like i remember watching it, i was just thinking that is so clever because they do like anyone knows mm-hmm. you smell something like you smell um something you've not smelled in years the memory of that will go bang to the front of your head yeah straight away like i had it really recently and it was kind of like a quite a sad thing but it's lovely at the same time uh, a lady served me in a shop and she was wearing the same perfume as my gran used to wear mm-hmm. i have not spent smelt that since my gran passed away in like five six seven years ago yeah do you, do you think that my brain could do anything but just think about my gran? Yeah, it just moment. takes like, you just straight back to bang. Yeah. Yeah. And so I was. I remember watching that interview thinking, wow, that's so clever. And you're talking about Will and Defoe. You just know that that guy and some of the best actors, some of the best actors just have triggers that yeah. they are going to have in place to go right back into it. And you know, he's like, not played the part for a long time. No. How much do you think they loved getting the opportunity to kind of uh, wrap up their characters, if yeah. you like? Um, well, again, from interviews and stuff beforehand, Willem Dafoe only agreed to take the part mm. if he was allowed to do the majority of his own stunts because yeah. he did not feel that he would get the full arc of the character to finish yeah. his story yeah. if it was CGI and stuntmen. Yeah, so he desperately that. wanted to finish the Goblin story, yeah. but it had to be him that did it. No, I love that. I, I saw a thing with Jamie Foxx. It was in a print media, so I read it, and it was him basically just saying that he doesn't like touching things. You know, like, I've done that. Because he kind of looks at that as, like, I did that. It didn't really work. He said, and so I had a conversation, and the conversation basically was, this is what we want to do. This is how we see it working. And it, and we would like your input because you created this character in in cinema. Yeah. On how you think this guy would do this, and he said I was on board straight away. So like he said, like I went into the meeting as a courtesy. Like I'm never doing this, but these are nice people. Maybe I could work with them in the future. <laughs> you know. Yeah, I could uh, do something else. I'm sure. Yeah. And and they just laid this out of this kind of scenario. And one of the funny things was as well, he's like, he talks about one of his kids who's like a massive Marvel fan and is like obsessed with Iron Man. And he got Robert Downey Jr. to come to his birthday party and stuff as a kid as that Iron Man. That was it. Yeah, I've seen that. Yeah. And, and, and he talks about that and he, and he talks about how the worst thing was that he knew he was going to be in this film and he literally couldn't tell anyone. He's like, because if I told my kids, or I told my partner, or I told anybody, within five minutes, TMZ would have had it. <laughs> he yeah. said, they cannot keep secrets. And he was like, so 
I literally had to go to work on other film sets, other stuff, other projects, <laughs> and disguise myself to leave that set to go to film my scenes and then come back so then I left the correct set so anybody who was following me would have seen me arrive at the film that I'm supposed to be on watch me work, you know, see me go in and see me leave that at the end of the day where in reality I probably only had one scene there and then I went and did like five or six scenes at a different lot That's amazing isn't it? Can you just imagine that I, that was their life for probably yeah. a good year or two I, I, I'm kind of Whenever I read things like that, there's, there's a big takeaway for me is, like, the sacrifice. Like, thank you. Like, comes to me, like, straight away. It's like a massive thank you. Like, I... When I get hyped up for a film and everything like that, one of the things is, obviously, I want I want to have the surprises. I want to have all of that. Yeah. And in the modern world we're in, we often see leaks. We often see things. And it to me, it's kind of like, okay, well, I've seen these things. I don't know that yet. Because, of course, as much as for every genuine leak out there, there's people who just say, oh, I've seen this, and... You know, my Doc second Ox cousin's... is going to put on the Spider-Man mask and become the Octo Spider. No, he's not. Yeah, yeah but it's no, been leaked. Not. It might be true. Yeah, it might. It might be true because I said it myself, and my yeah. third cousin, twice removed, knows the cleaner for one of them. Yeah, all right, mate. Um, but with this, you know, I just think to myself, thank you so much because that is such a pain in the ass thing they've had to do. Yeah. To keep it under wraps, to keep it secret. I mean, think about poor Andrew Garfield. He was promoting another film. Whilst the promotion for Spider-Man was oh, going on, which meant that that poor guy was getting hammered constantly about, are you in the new Spider-Man film? And he literally had to lie. And he got to the point where he was almost getting aggressive in his defence. And, like, to the point that I was buying it, I was thinking, well, he can't be in it. No way would he double down this hard that, you know, like, I'm not. Yeah, People he, stop asking me. He did an interview with Jimmy Fallon on the Late Show or the Tonight Show, which yeah. is he does in America. And I've seen the clip for that a few times. Yeah. And he is so convincing. Yeah, he is. So convincing that you watch and you go, well, we know you're going to be in it. We all, there's yeah. so many leaks out there. Someone's leaked a photo. Yeah. There's a leak of a scene of you miming something dressed and it's obviously correct. But he's... At what point do you think that Garfield himself was sat there going, I don't even know if I'm in this movie anymore. <laughs> I, I, I think that he he has said after, I mean, he's talked about how they went to watch the film, him and yes. Toby went to watch it together. Baseball caps and face masks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they went in and they managed to watch the whole film and no one knew they were there. Which, to be honest with you, makes me laugh because so many people at different times have said, wow, MCU character disguise, put a baseball cap on, like that'll ever work. And I'm like, well, clearly <laughs> it, does. it bloody does. Yeah. Clearly, that really does. Can you imagine being the guy that you're sat next to these two in a theatre? Yeah. And the whole time you're like, it does look a bit like... That guy's got Toby's eyes. Like, it looks a little... And then you watch a TikTok or an interview and you go, holy crap, it was them. (laughs) One of my my favourite stories of stuff like this is horrible, but it's funny. Is Hayden Christensen went to watch Revenge of the Sith in the cinema, okay? Yeah. And he'd done all the press tour and everything like that. And he was in England, he was in London, and he decided not to go to like, he'd been to the premiere and all these different things. He just wanted to go into a cinema with real fans and experience it with real fans. Yeah. So he disguised himself a bit and everything, and he went in there. And he sat next to a father and a son. Mm-hmm. And so for him, he's like, you know, listening to the son, ask a couple of questions, the father, say a few things. And he gets to the end of the film where he's basically in the Vader suit. Yep. 
And the, the son turns to the dad and goes, do you think that's Anakin in the suit? And he says, well, it'd be an actor, but it won't be the same actor. Of course, now Aiden Christensen knows he did get to wear the suit. And he's like really quite passionate about that. He yeah. wanted to wear the damn suit. So he turns to the guy and says, oh, I think it is actually the actor who's in it. Right? Yeah. And apparently the guy says, uh, <laughs> apparently the guy's like, I don't know who you are, but I'm talking to my son. And and that goes back to his son, so he doesn't say anything. <clears throat> anyway, the film ends, the lights come up, and Aiden Christian stands up, takes off whatever hat he was wearing or whatever it is, and just goes, well, I can confirm I definitely was in the suit and walked off. Oh, you... <laughs> I mean, he's literally sat next to him, the whole thing, and then he's tried to, like, sort of get involved in their conversation at the end, obviously just really excited to have a moment with these people. And the guy's like, do you mind? Yeah, shut like, up. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, so we, we, we digress massively here. I told um, you, it's going to be a three-parter. We keep doing this. <laughs> yes, we digress massively. Spidey, Green Goblin, and Green Goblin, he's basically set something to explode. Yeah. Um. And that happens, and the villains kind of <clears throat> escape. It, not, not escapes the wrong word, but kind of they all lose faith in being saved. If that makes sense. Yeah. Um. You know, Electro now has his hands on an arc reactor. I mean, that's just so, yeah. Hell, it's isn't it's it? Goblin kind of gives this speech where yeah. If if you were a hero giving that speech, it would be motivational. Yeah. With a yeah. villain giving that speech, it's damn terrifying. Like, you know, it is. we are gods. We don't get things taken away. We take what yeah. we want and all that sort yeah. of thing. And it's like, if you were a hero who's speaking like that, like, say it was Thor, for example, and he was yeah. speaking with Loki, like, no, we're gods. We don't have these things taken away. We take what yeah. we need. You'd be like, yeah! When the Goblin does it, you sit there yeah. going, oh, it's all about to go so wrong, so quick. Oh, so oh wrong. god! And then yeah, so Matt Dillon rips the um the bit off his chest to stop the electrodes, yeah. and he takes the art reactor, and Lizard yeah. reappears, shouting about yeah. the consequences. And you're like, yeah. all of a sudden, this movie has just gone from Tom Holland's part, Peter Parker trying to save the world, yeah, to oh, it's just gone sideways quick. It's gone sideways so fast. Um, of course, it's all about uh, decisions and consequences. And we, we talked in part one of this podcast, the decision he makes to go against Doctor Strange, to, to fight Strange, to then try and help these people, is a decision he makes with all the best intentions in the world, all the kind of intentions of doing good. Mm-hmm. So my question to you, really, again, just sort of finishing up the discussion about that, knowing what's about to happen and what we're about to discuss, do you think his decision was naive? And do you think, after the events of this film, let's say we're now a year on, two mm-hmm. years on, a similar things happen, would he choose to do the same thing again? I think he would, purely okay. based on what happens in the rest of this film. Okay. Um... I, I think his judgment his judgment is swayed slightly. Yeah. He doesn't make that original decision without Aunt May's input. Yeah. Um, I think if Aunt May hasn't told him that, you know, is this for you or for them, what are you doing this for? Yeah. I think he lets Doctor Strange press the button, they all go. Yeah. Because okay. of Aunt May trying to see the good in everyone and trying to make Pe- sure that Peter sees the good in everyone... Yeah. He makes the choices he does in this film. And I think mm. because of that, if it was to happen again, because of the influence that Art May has over him, yeah. I think that's now something where he'd be like, no, I've got to do it. I've got to prove 
Well, the good. Let, let's take this on. I've, I've avoided it long enough, but we need to discuss it. <laughs> I was going to make a ex- horrible joke at you not being able to avoid it enough, but we'll yeah. move on. We, yeah. <coughs> um, it, it kind of... There's an explosion. So let's talk about it. He sets off an explosion. The building stays. May's in there. May is very badly hurt and is attacked by Goblin again. By the glider, yeah. Now, glider. did you see a parallel on this by the fact of it's very similar to what Goblin tried to do to the original Peter Parker? Yeah. But obviously Peter in the Spider-Man movies had the tingle, the spidey sense, yeah. jumps over it. Aunt May is yeah. just a human. Yeah. Yeah, no, you're right, and she kind of gets up like she's going to be okay. Yeah. Um, and I, I was, I was relieved at this point. I was relieved because I was kind of thinking to myself, "Oh no." Now I, can, uh, you know, yeah, I can tell you now from in the cinema, seeing this the first time round. Yeah. She gets hit by the glider. Yeah. Now I have been seeing a lot of films in the cinema, and I've been to a lot of midnight releases, especially Marvel films. Yeah. So I know that there's been a few times, Endgame, for example, with the portals opening up. Yeah. That was the first time I'd ever been in a cinema and I heard an audience cheer. Yeah. Now, we are both living in England. We both watch a lot of videos of American cinemas. Yeah. And American cinemas, I am desperate one day to see one of these films in an American cinema because yeah. those people lose their mind. It yeah. is amazing. Over in England, we're very stiff upper lip. We don't do that. It's very reserved, yeah. So yeah. what did they cheer? Because it sounds like you're talking about them cheering her getting hit. Right, no, so what happens? She gets hit by the glider. Yes. And there is the whole cinema is like a gasp. <gasps> yeah, the whole yeah. cinema goes, <gasps> no! Yeah. And then she stands up. And that got She an gets up cheer. and everyone's like, yeah. yes! Okay, uh, good, yes! Yeah, no, I, I, you kind of get this whole, oh my God, he's hit her too. Yeah, she's all right. And yeah. then she drops again and the whole yeah. cinema just I, goes silent. I need I need to jump in because I, I want to say to you what happened with me because I yep. think you'll you'll feel it as well. So she is okay. You can tell she's hurt, and that's that's fine. You know, you'd yeah. expect her to be hurt. If she wasn't hurt at all, you'd be like, wait a minute. As she <laughs> says, she got knocked on her ass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she so she's in a bad way, and Peter's sort of helping her through. She delivers a line to Peter, and the minute she says the line, I knew she was dead. Yeah. Like to the second she finished it, my heart set. Like, yeah, when you when you're watching a film and everything like that, and you're going through the emotion film and you're so invested in it. In this scene, like I was kind of, it was an action scene. Do you know what I mean? It was kind of action. Yeah. So you're kind of just into the action, and she delivered the line, you know, with, with great power. Well, she actually delivered it, you know, absolutely spot on, comic accurate. Yeah, which she's they the didn't first get one. right. Yeah, she's the first yeah. one to give the comic line. Well, do you yeah. know the actual comic book accurate line? Because I was about to say it, and I was going to get it wrong. Um, I do not, but I have it here. One second, I have actually got it saved so that okay. I have it. Give me one momento. Where did I okay. put it? Where did I put it? Where did I put it? We'll talk amongst ourselves. Um, You have a gift and you have power and with great power there must also come great responsibility. Yeah. Whereas she, she, Uncle Ben has always said with great power comes great comes responsibility. Great, yeah. Well, it's paraphrasing and that's yeah. fine but it it hit me like straight away like an absolute bowl now whenever i watch things like this i know that at some point i'm going to watch it with my daughter because my daughter is a big mm-hmm. fan of these films as well yeah um but we tend to watch them together uh later on you know with dvd releases and things yeah. like that. she loves Aunt May. <laughs> i think we <laughs> she, all do she she loved tony stark 
yeah. and she loved Happy, by the way, as mm-hmm. well. She loves Happy. So I have that initial absolute gut punch of this character and hearing that line, knowing she's and watching her die with Peter there, followed by the second punch of I'm gonna watch this scene again with my daughter and I know she's gonna cry her eyes out. Yeah. So I, I did. <laughs> <laughs> this was dusty, part, dusty I cried cinema. three times in this movie. I cried. Wow. This is number one. <laughs> uh, okay. All right. Well, no. Okay. Well, like, good. I, to I, be I, fair, make sure you. I did Make sure you tell cry. me two and three. Yeah, I didn't ugly cry like Tony, when Tony Stark died. That yeah. was ugly girl cry. That was like the mouth was going, the eyes. Blah, 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 blah. I was awful hey, for that. Hey, less okay. of the less of the girl comment. Okay, but yeah, uh, I was like ugly crying for that one. This yeah. one, this was just tears. This was just yeah, no. rolling. I hear you, man. Um, so, Aunt May is dead. And it's really blunt. She's gone. Yeah. Peter is a mess, as he should be, would be. He's got literally May's blood on his hands there. And literally. You can, yeah. you can say that that is literally and potentially figurative. You know, mm-hmm. his decision-making. And it is his decision. You're right. Aunt May influenced that decision massively. But if he'd done what Doctor Strange wanted, this would not have happened. But if May so, had run when Peter told him to... Peter told her to run. Yeah. She didn't but, run. But the, the parallels between the original films and the Uncle Ben storyline and this yep. storyline are huge. Because they are decisions being made that have directly, consequentially led to this massive person in their life dying. Yeah. Now, what is interesting to me is in this MCU version... They've never really talked about Uncle Ben. No. Nope. They've never really talked about him dying. No. Now, in the other films and in every other incarnation, that's the origin story. That's it. His Uncle ben. Peter yeah. lets a guy go and that guy goes and kills him. Mm-hmm. Now, if that happened in this one as well, <laughs> then you are looking at Peter who has seen his uncle and his aunt die mm. based off of decisions he's made. Yeah, I, I don't I don't think Uncle Ben was a part of this. No. I, I don't think I think Uncle Ben doesn't even exist in this universe. Okay, you so, know, so I, what I we're saying is, is Aunt May is a single lady, she's never been married, all good. Yeah. Okay, alright. Yeah, because otherwise this is oh, so bad. It's really dark. Yeah. Yeah, okay, right. <clears throat> we'll we'll move on then. So we then get to the to the next point, which is Jameson's there. Yes, and again the vitriol and the the venom is the wrong. You know, not talking about the character. I'm talking about the the way he's speaking about him. He's blaming him for May's death and all of this destruction and everything. And the, they open fire on him. You know, yeah. Happy's there screaming for him to run. Yeah. Uh, how? I mean, I, I remember I watched this and I just remember like the scene ended. I'm just thinking, how could you mentally recover from that? Yeah. It's gonna be it, yeah. That's gonna have a big, very, very big impact on on going forward, and we on kind of see every yeah the, the every next, aspect yeah. The next big scene we kind of have with Peter kind of does show that very well. Well, th- this is this is the point. So, so this is why I said it. I said about him. How do you mentally recover from it? Uh, you know, I, I just looked at. It, I was like, I don't know how. How yeah. does this character not now go very dark? Very quickly. You know, how, yeah. how does this not go... How does this film not now take a nosedive where it's a 12A and suddenly becomes an 18 and he's beating people to a bloody pulp with his bare hands? Um, That's I, something... I was, ring right. Just, just that one sentence there. Put yeah. a ring around it. 
We're going to come back to that. Beating people to a bloody pulp with his bare hands. Yeah, we're going to come back to that. Okay, I'll try and remember because okay. I'm useless. Okay. I'll circle things and then just forget all about it. <laughs> um, we then, we got Ned and we got we got MJ, right? And one of the things that's happened is Ned has picked up the sling ring from Doctor Strange. Yes. Ned's got magic. Yeah, so he jokes originally with he Doctor Strange. He does joke about, How that his family, just, yeah. They say we're magic. And then he's sat there at the table... They're very yep. upset because the news has just said, you know, one fatality and everything else. Yep. And he's, oh, I just wish we could see Peter. What was that? What the- no. What? Now, the audience cheered at that, I can tell you. So, let, let me, yeah, I bet they did. Um, so, he asks to see Spider-Man. Yes. First. Yes. And yes. And a ring opens and we see Spider-Man. Spider-Man's there. And Spider-Man comes through, but as he gets closer and comes through the portal, that's that dude's not, lanky. That's, that's not Peter Parker. Tom that's Holland. not his. It's not his suit. No. That's that's not him. And he takes the mask off. It's Andrew Garfield. The cinema loses their mind. <laughs> and and how about you? Did you did you lose it at this point? I had already said to me and that went to see it, and I'd already said to I said, look, yeah. I don't care if we're in England or anywhere. Okay. Yeah. If one of those other Spider-Men show up in this film, I'm yeah. losing it. Don't care what anyone else does. And, and Luckily, did. so did everyone else. Well, I'm delighted to hear that. <laughs> because because, because... I could have been kicked out of the cinema at that point. Yeah, yeah. You, you could have been asked politely by a very angry British usher, do you mind, sir? This is England. And I'm yeah. there going, yes! I'm cheering before he's even come through the portal because I'm like, I know that's not him. I know yeah, who I, that I... is. I'm already I cheering. Once I think everyone realised what was going on in that scene, everyone realised what was about to happen. Yeah. And then it just built. And it just kind of like the the built you saw him walking towards it and you're like, it's gonna be it's gonna be one of the others, it's gonna yeah. be one of the which others. One? It's which definitely one? Which one? one of the others. Um so one of the things I find interesting is he asked to see Spider Man and that's where it went. He's wearing the Spidey suit. He comes through, he takes that off, the mask off. They say, you not Peter Parker? He said, yeah, I am. <laughs> and we have what can only be described as hilarity ensuing, which is MJ basically testing him. <laughs> throws a roll at him. You didn't see it. Yeah. Where's your pie? spidey tingle? Yeah. Uh, I have one, just not for bread. Yeah, not don't do that again. throwing bread at me. Don't do it again. <laughs> but you know, she does. <laughs> climb along the ceiling and he just like latches on and just dangles there for a minute. Yeah, and that, they're like, this is no, enough. Not, no, it's not. No, it is. Not, not, not buying. I mean, it was brilliant. And then we see him turn. He goes, oh, we got to get our Peter. So he goes, can I see Peter Parker? Oh, no. He asks, can we find, the, do we just keep doing this till we find the real one? Yeah. Ouch. Yeah. yeah. Ouch. Ouch. Yeah. Yeah. That was good. <laughs> Um, <laughs> the funniest thing about that line, of course, is there's probably a little bit of ouch yeah. <laughs> in, in, from the actor there. Whoa, hold yeah. on. Um, from this point on in the podcast, by the way, we're going to have to be Andrew, Toby. Yeah. You know what I mean? We, we can't Andrew just keep saying Peter. Spider-Man yeah. 1, Spider-Man 2, Spider-Man yeah. 3. But yeah. what order is no, it going? Uh-huh. We're, we're going to have to first name them the actor yes. names, okay? So Tom, Andrew, Toby. And, of course, the portal opens and... A really unassuming, happy-go-lucky-looking guy just walks through and is Toby. Yeah. He's 45 he, years old. He is now the oldest person to ever play a Spider-Man incarnation. Good. And he's doing good. well for himself. Uh, he, uh, he looked 
in in the scenes in this, mm-hmm. in every aspect of it, he looked like a guy who was just delighted to play that character again. Yeah, he's been asked to come back, and he plays this role perfectly because yeah. he's the old wise head on it. Yeah, he is, yeah. He is, he is, he is the one. And he knows, he comes through straight away and he goes, ah, I've been looking for your friend. Like, looks at Andrew Garfield, is that him? That's not him. That's not the one I'm looking for. Yeah. He knows, like, the wisdom and the experience there. He knows straight away something's going on. Wisdom, experience, and he was always a boy genius. I mean, they're all very smart. But he was, like, a level, wasn't he? Like, Like, Tom's character, very much, very smart. And he comes through, and the thing that I loved about it is a lot of people always said that Tobey Maguire was the better Peter Parker. Before Tom Holland came along, yeah. people said, oh, Tobey Maguire was a better Peter Parker, but Andrew Garfield was a better Spider-Man. Yes, I agree, yes. And and it's funny that they then did that with the portals that find me Spider-Man, and it's Andrew Garfield yeah. comes through, find me Peter, and it's Tobey. That's not done um, by coincidence. They've done that no, because that is they, the reaction. That. Yeah. They've done that, and, and that's fun, and it's great. Uh, but we then have the situation where they kind of get together. I mean, we have a very funny scene with, I think it's his aunt, is it? Yeah. Who wants them to get some cobwebs down while they're on the ceiling and stuff. I see, yeah, when Toby, that's when Andrew's first come through. Yeah, I'm hanging on the ceiling. Yeah. Do the crawly yeah. thing. I don't need to. Yeah. I don't okay, need to fine. That, yeah. Is that enough? Yeah. Yeah. Um. So I mean, that, that's just so funny, and it, it was so much funny. In that. And um, but... after they've shot webs at each other, she's like, "I'm going yeah. to bed now, but can you guys yeah. clean up the webs you've thrown around my house?" Cheers. Yeah, definitely. Um. So the two of them, Toby and Andrew, they have the conversation. They need to go and find, and 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 uh, obviously MJ thinks she knows where he'll be. Yes. You know, does he have a place? Does he have a place he goes, a quiet place somewhere? And she's like, oh, yeah, I, I know. They go there, mm-hmm. and we, we finally get to see the three of them together. <sighs> how were you doing with that? How, oh, how man, did you I, just I seen... am smiling literally ear to ear. Yeah. And he looks up, and they kind of, like, crawl across the building and jump down. He's like, no, yeah. go away. Not yep. doing it, not having it. No, you don't understand what I'm going through. And then, yep. oh man, so controversial, okay? I'm going controversial here. Okay. I genuinely think Andrew Garfield's character steals the show. From this okay. point from this point on, Tom Holland is phenomenal. Yep. And Ned has a couple of great lines off of that, but I genuinely believe Andrew Garfield's Spider Man kind of steals the show for the rest of it. Okay, all right. Um, purely on that redemption arc that he never got to finish. Yeah. So, for for his character, this is the Amazing Spider-Man three, and he yeah. gets the whole redemption arc in this film. And I think yeah. that for me, that just blew me away. Like, yeah. as a personal thing, it stole the show when he okay. stood there right. and they're talking about how. You don't understand like what I've gone through, and yeah. Toby Maguire is very much a case of look. No, this is what happened to me with Uncle Ben, and this happened, and yeah. I did this, and I got what I thought I wanted, but it didn't change anything. And then we oh. go to Garfield's character, and he's like, "No, I lost, I lost my Gwen, the MJ of my yeah. world," and yeah, and his emotion in his character, and you can really, you can feel it, man. Yeah, it's kind of interesting because. You, like you said about the Toby character kind of coming through, like this very 
mature, uh, older, wiser yeah. character, been there, seen it, done it all. Andrew Garfield's character, for me, although when he arrives is a bit kind of playful, a bit goofy. Yeah. Um, you also get a sense when he, especially when he discusses that and the raw emotion on his face. He's possibly been in a very dark place. He is the dark version. Like, he admits that he stopped pulling his punches. Mm-hmm. And I believe, yeah. like, I, I believe that is why the Harry from his universe isn't in this movie. <laughs> because I believe, I believe he went after him because of the Gwen thing. Yeah. And when he says he stopped pulling the punches, I think he went and murdered yeah. him. Um, infinitely possible. And I think yeah, that's what, when he's, he does in his speech about going to a dark place and stop putting the punches and did things that I yeah. shouldn't have. And I'm like, yeah, he went full rampage. When, you know, Rhino at the end of the film, Amazing Spider-Man 2 yeah. and stuff turns up, and you're like, he didn't just stop him and put him in jail. He probably battered him. Yeah. And this is like yeah, a man. real dark place. So the, the rest of this movie is kind of Garfield getting out of that dark place, you know? Yeah. And, I, oh, it's amazing, yeah. yeah. Here we go. So I told um, you I'm going to go off on tangents. I told you. That's okay. That's okay. <laughs> the, the, the three of them, obviously, we, they got kind of like a gauntlet thrown down to them by these band of villains. Yeah. Um, and the three of them are going to enact uh, Tom's plan of basically curing them, fixing them. Yes. And the three of them, therefore, go to the lab. You know, they're in a lab. They're working so together. So it's actually at the, um, the university. I didn't realise at first. Yeah. But yeah, it's actually at the college... Yeah. There's breaking, user labs, sorted. Yeah, makes sense. I mean, you can't go to Stark anymore. So, no. Um, one of the th- so something happens here, and I'm going to let you do it. Okay. Go on. What bit? The meme. The meme! Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's uh, Peter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, Peter Parker. Yeah, yeah. Spider-Man. It's all of us. It's all of us. Yeah. We're all, and they actually do the pointing they at each other. They all point at oh, each other. Oh, it's so geeky. Yeah. It's amazing. It is great. I mean, that the minute we kind of heard rumours that there was going to be multiple Spider-Men in this film, the if they hadn't recreated that meme in some way, yeah, it would have been. I mean, that, just such a miss. The meme <laughs> has been around for years oh, upon years. A long upon, time. Yeah, it's an original cartoon comic. comic. It's from a yeah. comic book. Yeah, 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 and then the comics made it into a cartoon, a part of the original old school stuff, and. It's been around forever, but as soon as they were kind of mentioned, it might have the three of them. Everyone was like, "It's going to happen." It you, has to. You know, happen, in the yeah. back of your brain, you're like, "It's not going to happen because it's a meme thing. It's not. <laughs> they're not going to. They did it. Yeah, they it was insane. It. Yeah. yeah, no, it's brilliant. Um, I, I love that. Um, I, it was it was great, and they they kind of develop all their fixes if you like for the villains they, they've kind of got it together their plan and they go in essence it's like the new statue of liberty new and improved statue of liberty the statue of liberty is being given captain america's shield yeah that's well yeah that's kind of awesome in itself yeah that's kind of crazy um you hear about it in hawkeye as well the disney plus show they mentioned um, about the redesigning of it yeah yeah so so we, we um we go and it's there. That's the setting for the kind of like the final battle. Yep. The three of them can't really get on the same page. And they get together as like a bit of a conflab to try and talk about it. Whoa, whoa, whoa. we've and... got to stop. We've got to pause it there. Okay. We've got to go back to the original conversation before the baddies even turn up. 
Well, the, the conversation okay. of the guys just talking about their own kind of number one, the flashback of Tobey Maguire and his bad back. That yeah, is okay. brilliant because it's a flashback to him when he falls because of the web block that he talks about in a minute, and yeah. he falls down, lands on the cars, hurts his back. Yeah, that is just a nod was fantastic. That put a big smile on my face. Yeah, um, them all talking obviously that he's the only one that has it naturally in him. And the yeah. other two's brains are just blown at this. Like, yeah. how? I have to make it in a factory. I have to make it at home in a lab. How are you two? Does it come out of anywhere else or just your wrists? That was yeah. a line that made me look. Kesha sneezing. Has she, uh, you know, it's amazing. And then they all talk kind of about, you know, you're the amazing Spider-Man. Again, that's just an awesome line. Yeah. You're ama- No, I needed to hear that. And then um, Garfield saying, telling them I love you. Yeah. You know, the little bits like, oh, it's just brilliant. And as you um, as you said to me, that line completely ad-libbed. Like, that was just done yeah. on the yeah, spot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he ad-libbed that on the spot, the I love you line. And the reaction of the other two now just is even funnier. Even better, because really. it's the natural reaction of, oh, thanks, okay, yep. Yeah, natural reaction of, yeah, you, you know, you're, you're, you're kind of cool too. Yeah, yeah, cheers, mate. Okay, off you go. Yeah. Um, but like I said, they have this kind of get-together, and we have this what I think is one of the better lines from Tom in this, which is, I don't want to brag, but I was in the Avengers. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to brag, but I'm going to. I was in the Avengers. And, oh, is that and a band? Then, <laughs> uh, yeah, was that a band? Were you in a band? And it's the way that, to him, that was the coolest thing that he could have said, like, were you in a band? That's awesome. Yeah, they've already discussed like, the no, fact that two of them Earth's... are fought aliens and Andrew Garfield yeah. didn't get to fight an alien yet, which is very sad. Yeah. Earth's yeah. Earth's mightiest heroes. Yeah. And they're like, you and he's like, You didn't have the Avengers and they're looking at him like, dude, we got no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> no idea, mate. No nope. No idea what you're on about. He's like, Earth's mightiest heroes? Like, no, he's like, but anyway, forget that. It just yeah. means we gotta work together and we gotta go after him and they're like, Okay, yeah. we've got to take him down because one at a time. Up until this point they've Webbed one of the each other in the face. Mm. Another yeah. one has swung straight through someone else's line and made them fall. It's yeah. like it's very like I said, comedic. it's chaos. They, yeah. They've yeah, but it's a chaosy comedy, but at the same time, you you make you think that yeah, actually, Toby and Andrew never worked with anyone else. It's just no. them. So yeah, yeah it's trying to spray a web and accidentally hit one in the face because they've swung past and stuff. It's what yeah. would have happened because yeah. Well yeah, because they're don't all know trying what's going to on. they're they're yeah. just doing what they normally do. So they have this conversation and that leads to then I think probably the scene that made you geek out the most. Mm-hmm. Am I am I am I close? Them am I, am running I, off yeah. the end of the scaffolding, yeah. swinging yeah. to the fact that all three of them swing at the yeah. same time into a ball in the middle and just yeah. catapult off each other's way. Yep. <laughs> so the three Spider-Men, Spider-Men, Spider-Men. Um, to be honest with you, visually, cinematically, oh, it's, it's just a beautiful, yeah, beautiful scene. They all land where... in their own pose on. The... Oh, yeah. it's amazing. Absolutely stunning. Like really, absolutely stunning. And then they take them down one by one. And and they do do it. They are kicking ass. They are taking that. It's names. the sensible way of doing it. Yeah, it is the right way of doing it. And of course, we have Ned and MJ, and we have an issue. And this is the scene you're talking about. Andrew's 
Spider-Man. So yeah. MJ basically gets knocked and is falling to her death. Yeah. Peter, uh, <laughs> see, I did it. Peter, yeah, Peter one, Peter two. Tom is gonna try and get to her and probably would. Yeah. And is taken out by Goblin to stop her. So again, this is like mirroring. Yeah. So badly. And then I've watched a, a few audience reaction videos to this, of like filmed in the cinema. Yeah. Andrew then makes the jump, and you can almost hear a pin. Like I'm not. Talk- I know cinemas are silent, but I'm talking yeah. audible. People holding their breath, mm-hmm. and he gets her, and they land, and he saved her. And we're talking about this guy's acting ability. He looks like he is just broken. Like so, he's um, like this his is face my is scrunched. Okay, <laughs> okay. Not is that not like a couple of tears of joy though? A little bit of uh, joy for I, I, I don't. I think so. There were definite tears left my eyes. Yeah. I, okay, after right. I've done the whole yes, and yeah. I wasn't there. There wasn't a whole cinema, but there was no. a few of us that definitely cheered when he catch her. And then she does. He goes, "Are you okay?" And she goes, "Yeah." Looks yeah. at his face. Are you okay? And yeah. at that point, I lost it again. No, I was like. I, no. At that point, I just what I really wanted him to just go, no, yeah, <laughs> just like absolutely not. I'm not okay. That yeah. When you again, like I said to you earlier on about the actors and the sacrifice, and I see something like that, and I just think, thank you. Yeah. When I saw that scene and I saw him land and I saw the emotion, it wasn't thank you. I I just all I could think about is the people who have written this, the people who have sat there and come up with this. Yeah. You're heroes. You know, you are absolute... To, to the community and to the fans of this and the fans of this genre and the fans of all of these films, so the fans of Spider-Man and they've watched them all, whether they liked them all or not, whether they liked everything about each one, they're fans of this. You've just given them a massive group hug in a scene. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like like a therapy session almost. It just... It just finished something that got started a long time ago and it was so needed for everyone involved and it was perfect yeah. you know i keep talking about things in this film and going that you couldn't have done that any better and it, no. that that whole aspect of that what happened was just great and that was that so was good. andrew garfield's entire redemption arc yeah done it, it was brilliant it was absolutely brilliant what it leads into, obviously, is Green Goblin is taking um, Tom out to stop, to try and save her. Yeah. Tom's, um, how would you how would you put his uh, mental state right now? Would you, on a scale of 1 to 10, 10 being the most angry a person can ever be, I've got him dialed to 11. Uh, he's Hulk smashing at this point. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So... He is ready to kill him. He uses and a pumpkin I mean, bomb on the glider. Yeah. Which is awesome. That was cool. Um, but, and then, yeah, they land on the shield. Yeah. And Goblin uses the line again. Ah, oh, poor Peter wasn't strong yeah. enough, to t- uh, too weak to send yeah. me home to die. And his yeah. response, no, I wanted to kill you myself. It's like, yeah, oh, okay. We're going so to the dark I, place. Okay. That was it. That was it. Now, I've been kind of waiting for this. And when we had the, him meeting up with the others, and it's kind of like a uh, a couple of scenes that were lighter, a couple of scenes that was a little bit of comic relief, and I kind of thought to myself, okay, 
they've managed to show that the other Spider-Men have had the impact on him, he's not going to go to that dark place. Yeah, no, no, he, no, no. When he <laughs> delivered that line, I got to admit, part of me was just like, yes. Yeah. Because that is realistic. I mean, you cannot imagine anybody not want being in front of someone and because there's no remorse he's just mocking it he's mocking him for he's killed his aunt may yeah. and he's mocking him over it and he lo- i mean i i thought we i i don't know i didn't think he was going to kill him i did think that he would stop short i didn't see that toby would stop him which he does yeah and then when Toby gets stabbed through the back, I was thinking, oh my god, they're killing Toby. They've actually killed a Spider-Man. What the hell? Yeah. What so, did you think? So yeah, so Toby jumps in front yeah. and stops him. And again, little nerdy bit, it's the same sort of facial expression from Toby as when he's trying to stop the train in his film. It's yeah. the proper like, this is struggle, this is the struggle. Gets Tom to put it down. It's kind of like... Okay, he's teaching the Tom character this is not what we do. You know, yeah. Garfield has already kind of nodded at Toby to get in there and stop it because yeah. we need to not let this Peter Parker become the darkness. Yeah. And then he gets stabbed in the back, and I'm like, I don't believe they're doing that. You can't. Well, you can't bring back Spider Man to kill Spider Man. No. It was, it was it, like to me. It was like, what happens then? Because. The guy who's trying to tell, you know, he's just killed May. Yeah. He's done all this damage. He's taunted Peter. Peter at this, sorry, Peter, Tom at this precise moment. He's ready to kill. Pro- probably thinks MJ's just died as well. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? He's, you know, he's not, had, he's, he's so, he, and then the guy who stops him from murdering him, the guy who's there, then gets murdered in front of him. Yeah. I'm like, there's no there's no way this doesn't end with Green Goblin's brains all over the place. And like I say to you, sometimes in a moment, my brain just runs away with this. Yeah. And I'm like, oh no, what if he snaps and kills him and that's filmed on a drone and that then is shown everywhere around the world and it proves that he is a murderer. See, I was similar to your thought process, slightly yeah. different. Because okay. we've obviously, we've seen Ned and MJ have reunited and they are looking down. We see Ned and MJ looking down at Peter punching Goblin and we've seen this one. And my thought process was he's going to completely alienate himself from those that he's trying to save because he's going to go too far and then MJ and Ned are never going to forgive him for it. And I thought that's going to go down a dark path for him because he's going to lose everyone because of this guy but because again, because of his actions and... Wow! Yeah, no, you know, I hear you. Yeah, no, no. I, I mean, it's like so many thoughts can go through your mind in that instance. Um, delighted to say, Toby's okay. Um, yeah, Garfield. In the end, Garfield throws the cure yeah. at him, and a hell yeah. of a throw, hell of a catch, and yeah. bang, straight in. There's the cure. Now, this yeah. leads into something that I actually really, really liked about the Green Goblin character. Okay, the whole amnesia thing. Yeah. Of when the goblin's in control. Because with the Hulk, for example, yeah. Banner knows what's going on. Yeah, he when does, the Hulk's yeah. in control, Banner knows what's going on. And things like that. We've seen this sort of thing before. But to have yeah. this of a case of he's just there. And again, the whole persona of the character is back yeah. to 
uh, what have I done? Uh, kind of mild mannered. Yeah, he's looking uh, around. Weaker. He's just looking yeah. around, going, "Oh my god, what have I done?" Yeah, just what totally confused. Yeah, and in that moment, I think that is the moment that saves his life completely. I agree because he comes back, and that's where Tom's character kind of stops completely because he's like, he his character sees that and is immediately realizing that fixing him, yeah, was the right thing to do. Yeah. And that enables him to continue down that same path. Because if that hadn't have happened and he'd murdered him, then he'd never have been able to get that back. Yeah. He'd never have been able to undo it. it. Like I said, and I said it a minute ago, it's kind of like perfect the way they've done it. And the two Spider-Men coming into it wasn't a gimmick. They actually played a massive part in yeah. the film. Even things like, we, we, we skipped them very quickly because we were going through this scene, but... Um, Doc Ock and Tobey Maguire's reunion. That was beautiful. You've all grown yeah. up. How are you doing? You know, trying to yeah. do better from the film. Yeah. From the film, that was yeah. fantastic. And yeah. uh, Garfield and Max Dillon's character, their yeah. reunion. Um, yeah. Fun fact for you: I'm I'm still yeah. looking to confirm this is a hundred percent true. Okay. That everything I've read makes me believe it is true. Okay. But the Sandman and the Lizard. Yeah. Their yep. live action no longer CGI'd is actually yep. the parts from their original Spider Man films because yep. they couldn't get to set due to the pandemic and everything else. Yep. One hundred percent true. That is true. That one hundred percent true, yeah. Because I first time I watched the film and he turns back from the Sandman to Flint. Yeah. And I was like, this like because then I just watched those films before and I was like, yeah, that's a really cool take because they've made that look almost identical <laughs> to. It Wait was. a minute, it <laughs> is identical. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it is, and, and but it still yeah. works. Like they've done it well enough that you haven't just sat there and gone, put reuse the footage. Yeah. You, it, you're yeah. so no, into no, it, it that brilliant. you're like, yeah, that works. Okay. Yeah. No, completely agree with you. Completely agree. Um, in amongst all of the chaos and everything, um, Doctor Strange reappears. Yeah, after twelve and hours we, of falling over the Grand Canyon, we, we get yeah, we get my other big laugh out loud oh, moment, yeah. which is uh, he says, "I've been dangling over the Grand Canyon for twelve hours." Um, that is just a throwback to Loki. I've been falling for thirty minutes. Yes, yes. <laughs> um, like, and I, I've I've seen the meme loads of you know, and that's how it feels, yeah. uh, which, which cracks me up. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so he he reappears, and what I find funny about this is obviously he then looks at what Peter's done. He doesn't know about everything that's gone on in in mm-hmm. the region, but he looks at like what Peter's done with the cure, and he's and he's kind of, I think he's kind of impressed. He's taken aback. He's like, whoa, yeah, because he's literally he's appeared. He's gonna go slam that button and send them all back, and then he yeah. watches Connors turn back to. To yeah. Connors from the zombie, like the um, lizard and yeah. stuff, and he's like, yeah. "Wow, okay, yeah, damn, this yeah. worked." Yeah, was, I was I wrong? I, or yeah, not? I was, yeah, I, I feel like he was a bit like Tony. Really, I think Tony was impressed by him and then proud of him. Yeah, and I think I think Strange was just again was kind of like, "Wow, kid, this is, you know, this is what we should all be." Yeah, you know, this is you are I, better. I, yeah. Yeah, this this is this is where I should have been. Uh, you know, if I'd helped, maybe this would have gone better. <laughs> yeah. Um. We then have the multiverse breaking through. Yeah. Um. The multiverse breaking through was 
perfect cinematic trailer visuals. Yeah. <laughs> um, and we then have the situation where he has to try and stop that, and he's going to cast a spell, and the only way he can do it, or the only way that he thinks he can do it, and it's going to work, is if he literally erases... Peter Parker. Peter Parker. Yeah, and it's the fact that it's Peter's idea, and Doctor Strange like, no, yeah. I'm not doing it. Not happening. No. Yeah. Would it work? Well, of course it would work, but I'm not doing it. Yeah. It's the no. only way. And you're looking up, you're getting the shots of them in the sky and stuff. How yeah. many characters did you recognise? Uh, to be honest with you, mate, none. Yeah. First um, time I watched it, I was like, that's really cool. Second time I watched yeah. it, I was like, oh, look, Scorpion and Rhino. <laughs> yeah, no. I, uh, First I, time, I've seen it, it once, like, and... I think, like I said, I could watch this film loads yeah. of times and each time find something new. Yeah. But no, I... But it's the fact that it's Peter's idea as well. Like, the whole point of this is the film went bad because Peter wanted to change the spell and change the spell yeah. and stuff. And now he's like, no, now I'm the one telling you, you have to do yeah. this. This isn't even forgetting that Peter Parker is Spider-Man. This is well, erasing this is Peter Parker. Yeah. So, so you literally had the initial spell yeah. cause this, and now this one is gonna just erase him from everybody's minds. Oh uh, yeah, and that was you know that's a heart tug moment, isn't it? It's awful, man. Yeah. It's actually, because he he's kind of saying goodbye. I mean, he says goodbye to the other two Spider Men. Yeah, and they're going back to their own. You know, the, you know Doc Ock and people like that kind of as well. But fun thing for MJ, you as well. So you were um, talking quickly about uh, we said about how um, Andrew Garfield ad-libbed the line "I love you guys." Yeah, the yeah, hug yeah. and I couldn't do it without you was Tom yeah. Holland ad-libbed that as well. He's very good with that. Yeah. by the way, he he he's done some stuff and other things that it's like, oh wow, kid. Yeah, <laughs> remember Robert Downey Jr. talking about when he was getting dusted. That's it. I don't want to he, go. That was the yeah, line. And he yeah. ad-libbed "I don't want to go," and apparently when they shouted "cut," Downey Jr. went. Damn! <laughs> like, don't, like, give me a heads up, kid. Jeez, I nearly broke. Yeah. yeah. Um. But yeah. So the MJC. It, it was tough. It was kind of tough thinking about this. Kind of, and my mind again is racing. We're like, well, how, you know, what happens now? Is is this it? Is this Spider Man done for for the MCU? Yeah. You know, my my mind's kind of like racing with well, what happens, and then. We go into these kind of aftermath scenes. Yeah. Um, the the scene like where he goes to visit Aunt May's gravestone. Oh yeah. Now the very clever and, edit on this because you can't see it says twenty white rose. Very clever. Yeah, and but it also has doesn't say beloved aunt. No. On it. So this is crime scene this. number and, three. And happy, <laughs> and happy shows up, and happy don't know who he is. Yeah, this, that's what made me cry. These. These are two people that need each other more than they've ever needed each other in their entire lives. Yep. And and, and they don't know... Well, he knows who Happy is, but Happy doesn't have... Like, how do you know her? Through Spider-Man. Yeah, same. Yeah. And I'm I like, mean, that was heartbreaking, oh, wasn't it? Yeah, he talks about... He lost his friend. He lost his best friend before that, and this feels yeah. exactly the same. And yeah. that's when the tears started rolling. And yeah, man, I was that like, was, that oh, was that is so tough. He's lost everyone. Yeah. He goes to visit MJ and he sees Ned and they don't know him. And they've got into MIT and he's like, she's yeah. still wearing his necklace though. 
Well, that there I was going to mention that. There is hope. I was going to mention that, that she is still wearing the Black Dahlia necklace. <clears throat> so where in the hell does she think she got that from? Yeah, and it's still smashed up. There's only like one leaf left on it. But yeah, yeah, yeah she's still got that. So there's still, oh, there's still hope. I don't know, but regardless, it just at the end, like the end of the film. The end of the film kind of ends on a a nice, happy him swinging in a suit he's made himself because, of course, he can't access Stark Tech and or anything anymore. And he's now made it to look almost identical yeah. to the two other Spider-Men, yeah. which is a real nice homage to them. Yeah, and, and he swings through New York with the Christmas tree. Now, question, um, question for you. Yeah. So, in the first Spider-Man and the Amazing Spider-Man number one, both yeah. of those films are that Peter Parker's origin story. And yeah. when that film ends, Peter Parker is Spider-Man and he's lost the role model and this is his time to shine. Do you yeah. believe that actually this third film in the trilogy, this yeah. was the same as the first movie for them two? He's now had it, that transformation. He has now become the hero. In essence, if you are asking me if this trilogy of films is simply the origin story, I'm going to say yes. Yeah. I, I do believe it is. Um, I believe it is. And based on what has been released as the plan, yeah. it would appear that they are planning a new trilogy. So this trilogy will literally be the origin, and the next trilogy of films will be the next phase, the next parts of his life. Yep. And then the article that I read says that they will then have a gap before doing a final trilogy with Tom... So it would be nine films in total with the final trilogy, him playing the character much older, you know, and mm. trying to... So basically, there's different versions of the comic books. Yep. And there is obviously a, you know, a school, a high school, a college, and there is a an adult version of all the different things. Yeah. And they want Tom to play him through these different eras. It's going to be amazing if it happens. Oh, yeah, it's going to be it amazing. Happens. Always, always a big if, yeah. but that is the current plan. And and the, the film ends, it's amazing. Um, and we do have after credit scenes. I want to know how they can leave a film on such a heartstring note of his yeah. two best friends don't remember who he is. And no. then we go from that absolute like depression, like, oh my God, what's he going to do? To, to him. a joyful swinging through the air as the yeah. Spider-Man to three... It's magic number, and everyone's bopping, and I'm like, what? Yeah. I, 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 my emotions they can't handle. <laughs> yeah, it, it's it's just such a well-made film. Yeah, it really is a well-made film. Everything, every aspect has to work. Uh, after credits, then um, we got the Doctor Strange two teaser trailer, initial trailer. Uh, I I thought that was a little bit of a letdown for an after credit scene. Personally, I thought that was just a trailer, but never mind. Oh, well, the, the um, Doctor Strange at the very end. Yeah. 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 That for me, that was strange. No, um, nice. that it was. It was really odd because I'm used to end credit scenes being end credit. Yeah. And don't get me wrong, I thought it was really, really cool that they yeah. had. You know, I was one of the first people to see the new trailer because I saw the first. You were, show yeah, yeah. That was really cool. But mm. four days later, the trailer was released on YouTube, and I'm like, yeah, it's not. It yeah, it's not an after credit. It's not no, a... the Venom one, but the mid credit cool. scene. Yeah is Venom. And it is Tom Hardy's Venom sat in a bar. So basically, he's been sucked through to this universe because Venom, the symbiote, knows who Peter Parker is. 
because they have hive memory across all universes. Yeah. Which basically means that Venom recognised why well, he licked the TV, like, ooh, I know that guy. Um, but rather than going to New York, they just got drunk at a bar. <laughs> this I love now, yeah. And it's just there. We the are drunk, Eddie! At the bar. So tell me again. Wait a minute. So yeah. there's a guy in a suit that flew around. Yep. Yeah. And a big yeah. angry guy, the Hulk. And you thought the Lethal Protector was a bad name. Yeah, I know. <laughs> the whole scene is basically the fact that the Sinister Six should have been in the movie. But one yeah, of the characters he, got drunk. He got drunk instead. He got shit-faced at a bar. Amazing. I, I love that. It really, really made me laugh. And the, it ends with him being sucked back through. Because obviously Doctor Strange is then cast out yeah. the belt of Sentinel. And he's so back. annoyed that he's got sent. No, not... Ah! Oh. But <laughs> he part of the symbiont behind. remains. Mm. So Venom, part of the symbiont Venom, is in, is in the MCU. Now, in the comics, this happens. And yeah. it's Flash becomes Agent Anti-Venom. Yeah. Whether they're going to go down that route or not, I don't know. No clue. No clue to no what clue. could happen here. But, the last, yeah. the, the last thing to talk about then before we wrap this up, because it's been a two-parter it is, and we could do more, but this is the last thing I want to discuss. Mm-hmm. Ned. The actor who played Ned has put on and gone through what can only be described as quite an incredible physical transformation. He's done that himself. He's yeah. not done that for a role. He's just done he wanted that. a lifestyle change. But yeah. one of the one of the things that a lot of people have looked at since he has made that change is he really now could play a more act. You know, he could play a villain in this thing going forward. Yeah, and I think they teased it in. But this he film. promised not to. Exactly, that's what they teased. <laughs> but did you, because I watched the film, heard that, laughed, funny line, and someone, though, did a TikTok of it, and you actually see, in this scene, Toby and Andrew do not find that funny. No, they both just kind of look at him, yeah. and, well, uh, Garfield kind of taps him on the shoulder afterwards, as yeah. if to go, you know, well done, bro. Yeah. Good, yeah. Good. But, yeah. yeah, they both have kind of gone through that horrible thing. Yeah. Yeah, and they both just shoot him this look as he says it, like, whoa, close to home. Yeah. Talking just as well, talking of Ned, did you get a feeling of kind of almost feeling sorry for Ned throughout the film? Like, the whole way through the film, Tom Holland is very much on MJ. And even at the end when they're saying goodbye to each other, and he's got to say goodbye to his friends. He does the handshake thing. He does the hug with Ned. But the whole thing is very much MJ, MJ, MJ. And that's where I was kind of like, oh, that could be... Is that going to be the moment where he feels like he's been kind of like almost undermined and forgotten about? Is that going to be something that could lead to it? Mate, yeah, I think you're onto something there. Because I was looking at it quite literal in terms of... His character now has that kind of the magic ability. Um, yeah. You know, he's developed, he's discovered that. I think it's worth asking the question, though, with, will he remember he's got that? Because if he could remember it, then there's no doubt Ned would be exploring it and messing with it, trying to get better. Would he remember that he's met Doctor Strange and then go back exactly. to try and find out more? Or it's um yeah. There's a lot of questions there, and and that's great. Uh, the fact that we're so open with that, there's so many things we're yeah, gonna but... wonder about. I mean, are they? Uh, basically, this classmate of theirs has vanished. 
So everyone, yeah. no one can remember. Does this spell erase pictures? Does it erase video of him? You know, does it erase all the stuff? Everyone remembers Spider-Man, so everyone remembers Spider-Man, but no one's going to remember that Spider-Man went to their school. So therefore, do did the battle that we've just seen in that film happen? Yeah. Because they remember that it was Spider-Man that fought them all and saved the day. Yeah. However, without them knowing it was Peter Parker, they then that battle there. doesn't happen. Exactly. So it's that an interesting some thing. Questions around. There you go. That, that's throw it. That, that's throwing some shapes. Uh, mm. But just focusing on Ned, then, like you said, there is a there is a real route they could go where Ned becomes a villain in this. Is it the hob the hobgob? Yeah. Yeah. I. I don't want them to because I love Ned. Yeah, I hope they don't. That is one thing. Like, there's a rumor going around about the Ironheart series. Yeah. Um, because Ironheart starts as a young girl at MIT who's a genius who be- develops into and builds her own suit and becomes Ironheart. Yeah. Ned and MJ are now at MIT. Yeah. What a fantastic way to tie that Disney Plus show into the MCU movies. Of course, yeah. And let Ned carry on being the fun, geeky sidekick. Don't... Yeah. I really hope they don't turn Ned in, because if we lose Ned because, well, he's going to die because everyone dies fighting Spider-Man, <laughs> I would be gutted at that. I, I'd, I'd be gutted. I'd, I also love the fact that he's his, his friend. But, of course, he's not his friend now. It is so no. messed up. It is so messed up, because he's not going to know who he is. Um, but Ned... Ned for me is just such a lovable guy. Yeah. It would it would I'd find it tough for that transition to happen. Maybe me finding it tough means it's good cinema. Maybe yeah. as an actor he really wants to do it because it's going to be fun for him. Um and all of that's valid, but yeah, I I I don't want to see it. It doesn't mean I won't enjoy it. I do you know what I mean? It's kind of like yeah. If I was choosing, I'd choose not to. I think it's been done. The first Spider-Man film did that. The second Spider-Man film did that. The comics did it. You know, and I know you're just pulling from the source material to do it. But yeah. maybe we don't need it. Maybe we don't need one of his close friends becoming the villain. Maybe it can be a friend he makes in the next three films. You know, someone new. I, I don't know. Yeah, I'm uh, happy. I'm happy for it to be a brand new person. We don't need it to be this guy. Yeah, uh, but anyway, that, that's my final thoughts on, on everything. Uh, so, this has been a two-part show. Um, it could have been three, but we are stopping now. Um, I want to say a massive thank you to everybody who's listened. You can always get in touch with us. So, if you've listened to this and you spotted things, you've got theories you want to discuss, please do get in touch because we love that. We genuinely do. Uh, you can find us on TikTok. You can find us on YouTube. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram... I'm fairly confident I send this show out via carrier pigeon now as well. So uh, <laughs> anywhere, anywhere you look, you'll find us. Uh, a massive thank you again for listening. I hope you've really enjoyed this. We'll be back really soon with more Marvel content. Our next Marvel show will be all about the movie The Eternals, which I know came out before this one, but this one kind of really needed our attention. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so The Eternals is next. Uh, Disney Plus slate content for 2022 is all there, but they haven't confirmed dates yet. Rumor is they might be swapping things around. There's a rumor that She-Hulk, originally going to be first this year, might be swapped with Moon Knight. Not sure why, but that is a rumor circulating quite heavily at the moment. 
we will hmm. keep an eye out for that. If you're into the Star Wars universe, you can catch our shows about Boba Fett every week as we walk our way through Boba Fett Season 1. And also, obviously, keep, if you're a fan of The Walking Dead and other shows like that, keep an eye on our social media. Check the website. You can find a full catalogue of everything we talk about here on the show. Also, by all means, get in touch with us if there's another show that you like and you want us to take a look. Because we're always keen to do that as well. Oh, yes. Anyway, big thank you. Massive fun, as always, talking about Marvel stuff with you, my friend. Everybody, take care. And with great power comes great responsibility. To keep listening to the Stuff and Things podcast. Thank you for listening to the Stuff and Things podcast. We hope you enjoyed the show. You can find us on Facebook or online. Simply search the Stuff and Things podcast to join in our conversation every week.